Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, everybody, this is Mark Lindheimer, and you're listening to Aging is Optional Radio. Here's the real mystery. How do adults like us, who maybe haven't taken the best care of ourselves throughout the years, but want to live long and healthy lives, how do we make changes to our lifestyle that will have a direct impact on our longevity so we can participate and enjoy our lives for much longer than we ever imagined? That's the burning question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Mark Lindheimer, and welcome to Aging is Optional Radio. Hello, everybody. I'm sorry it's been a while since I last published an episode. I started working for a great company in the trade show industry, which I've worked in for about the last 18 years. The people I work with are amazing, and the support I've received has been more than I could ever ask for. I'm truly grateful. I've also had the opportunity to travel back to our corporate office in Chicago twice since starting, and the training's been so great. Each training trip's been about a week long. Oh, and one other thing. We also moved from Plano, Texas to McKinney, Texas, which is, you know, pretty short distance, but it was a long process for us to get settled into our new home. We love our new home, and we're grateful to be here for the long term. Now that things are settling down, I should be able to get back to a solid rhythm of publishing my podcast on a more regular basis. I have some really exciting ideas I'd like to discuss, and I'm also going to be interviewing some amazing thought leaders on the topic of aging in the near future. Well, let's get started on this episode. Back in 1985, I'd just finished college, and you know I'd been working a little bit, and I'd been planning a trip to Europe with one of my friends, Tommy. We were going to be in Europe for a total of about six weeks, and we're really excited about it. We're going to go to England and Belgium, then Germany, Austria, Switzerland, France, Italy, Greece, and back to England, and then home. Germany was by far my favorite. I just loved that country. I got a chance to visit my dad's birthplace, which was in Frankfurt. We went to Munich and explored this beautiful city, and the Hofbrauhaus was something that was just beyond my imagination. It was so huge. Uh, we took a trip out to Dachau, one of the concentration camps. We got to see the horrible conditions and the stories of the people of the Holocaust. It was really something that touched my heart, and I'll never forget it. 
We also took a trip down the Rhine River, and I'll never forget the castles plucked up right up in the hillsides, these beautiful, amazing castles as the river meanders through that part of the country. We stayed in Rudesheim on the Rhine and, you know, visited some of the local spots. We went to Baden-Baden and stayed there for a couple of nights and got to experience the Roman Irish baths, which was really unique. Um, so much history. In Berlin, we stayed on the west side and we toured all around the city. We also went to the Brandenburg Gate, which is a very, very famous location. And at that time, Ronald Reagan was early in his second term. There was a lot of tension between uh, us and Russia at that time. So there was a real global feeling that something might happen. Um, you may remember Reagan's famous speech in 1987, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down that wall. I think I'm saying it correctly. As part of our experience in 1985 in Berlin, we visited the wall and we actually went through Checkpoint Charlie, which is uh, the most famous location, I think, for tourists, um, certainly to, to go through from east to west and west to east. There were armed guards. They were carrying machine guns. It was really intimidating. They made us buy a certain amount of East German marks as soon as we walked across the border. And so we were in the city, East Berlin, and the contrast couldn't have been more stark. West Berlin was lively and bright and beautiful and fun. And East Berlin was dark and gray and really kind of depressing. We went and did some touristy things. We went to their Tomb of the Unknown Soldier and did a little bit of sightseeing. And uh, towards the end of our time there, we decided to stop off at a cafe right near this square. And I remember sitting down with my friend Tommy and uh, this person that was sitting near us leaned over and he asked us if we were Americans. And he didn't speak English very well and we didn't speak German, but we were somehow able to communicate with our new friend Carl the Communist. And uh, I'll I'll never forget, he, he really had an impression from Reagan, Ronald Reagan. Uh, he called him the sheriff and he kept saying bang, bang. And I guess there is some connection with, you know, Reagan's film career when he played a cowboy in, in many of the movies. But there was also real respect from Carl uh, for us being from America and for America and the West. But we really couldn't wait to get back to the West. So we gave him the rest of our East German marks and we, you know, made our way back to Checkpoint Charlie and back across to West Berlin and the nightlife and the energy and all the history that that city had to provide. It was really something that I'll never forget. And even though I got to see both sides of Berlin. I'll never forget the stark divide that existed there. Getting to see the world is an amazing experience. It's broadened my horizons. I've gotten to explore different cultures. I've gotten to see the birthplace of my father. We raised Molly and Riley to be world travelers. They've traveled the world and experienced amazing things from a very young age. I was concerned at the time about the cost of this trip. I didn't really have any income. I didn't have a job yet, um, but I really wanted to take this trip before I entered the job market. And I had a lot of things on my bucket list that I wanted to see. Did I really understand and appreciate the price so many people paid for my freedom? The history of that place, World War I, World War II, all that our country had, had done in order to give us the safety and security that we have in America? Everywhere we went throughout that trip through Europe, 
there were people asking us where we were from. And we always said we're from California. And that usually elicited a reaction. How do we like visiting their country? They asked us all kinds of questions. And universally, everybody wanted to visit America. And they wanted to come to California, too. We actually got to celebrate the 4th of July at a party in Italy. And I remember talking to one of the girls there and she asked me a pretty interesting question. She said, why is it that when she visits the United States, she has to speak English? But when Americans come to Italy, they have to speak English to us. I thought that was an interesting observation. Everybody dreamed of visiting the United States. And, you know, that experience helped me really feel that I was living in a place that was truly blessed. I recognized at that time that I lived in the greatest country on earth. That travel experience helped me realize that and reinforce that. Nearly 40 years since that trip, I still feel the exact same way. Have you traveled outside of the United States? What are your observations when you leave the United States and go to places like Europe or Asia? Do you see how truly blessed we are? We live in a country with unmatched opportunity, the land of abundance. There's no limit to what we can accomplish or earn. It's up to us to do the work. We are free to express our thoughts on any subject and to make our own decisions. We are free to protect ourselves and our families. We are one United States made up of the most diverse population on the planet. We are welcoming of people from other countries and other parts of the world. We're the leader of the free world, and our future is incredibly bright, and our present is actually quite amazing. Why are we being told that we are a divided country at this amazing time in our history? Who's telling us this? If you turn on the fake news, you hear it all the time that we're divided, that we're racist, that we're not treating people well, that we're not taking care of people. What is it that triggered this divide? You don't have to look very far back. You could trace it back to two years ago, the 2016 election. There is a percentage of people who still haven't accepted the outcome of the election. The people that were running for election, the people that were covering the election, the people that were in office at the time of the election. Our country prides itself on having a smooth and peaceful transition of power from one president to the next. For some reason, there are a group of people who are looking for an excuse as to why the election didn't turn out the way it should have in their minds. After more than two years of constant drumbeat of negative information of collusion and Russia and obstruction and all these things, an incredible, overwhelming flood of negative news coverage. All of this has really put a damper on our country. But I remain optimistic. I remain positive. I remain hopeful for our country. I truly believe that the percentage of people in our country that feel the way the media tries to tell us how we feel is actually very small. I believe in the 80-20 rule. I think 80% of the people in our country accept the outcome of the election and are ready to move forward and have been since the beginning. I think there are a lot of people that really don't pay that much attention to the outcome of an election. And all they really care about is their own personal interests, their bank account, their job, their safety, their security. And I do believe that things in our country have gotten better since that election. The economy has gotten better. Just look at the stock market. Just look at your 401k. Just look at your earnings. Unemployment is in historic lows. 
These are facts. This is data. This is information that's readily available. The media won't tell you a lot of these things, but unemployment is historically low in the black community, in the Latin community, and in the Asian community. Income is up. Taxes are lower. The stock market is booming. Small business prosperity has been growing at an amazing rate. Every segment of the economy is doing well. And I'm grateful for that. And I think more people should be looking at the positive rather than listening to the negative. And I did do an episode on fake news and how stress can be induced by the fake news. And I still don't listen to the news. I don't watch the news. And I recommend for your own personal well-being to avoid the news. Search out information on your own. Research it on the internet. Look to multiple sources. Talk to people. Really talk to people. Talk to people in your family, outside the family, at work, in your neighborhood, in your church. Connect with people about what they're thinking about their lives, how they feel about their lives. Reach out and help them. We don't need to be divided. We shouldn't be divided. I don't believe we're divided. We live in the greatest country on earth. United, we stand together. There are forces that want to divide us, but I know that they will not be successful. America always succeeds. America always advances. America always overcomes challenges. We're facing some real challenges now, but I have tremendous confidence and faith in our people, in our country, and in the people leading us that we're headed in the right direction. And you know what? In 2020, we'll have an opportunity for another election. And every four years, we get to decide as a people the outcome of that election. I'm not in control of the outcome, but I'm very excited for this next election. And I hope you are too. And I hope you continue to believe in the United States of America. United we stand. That's my message on this episode. And I hope it resonates with you. Thanks again for joining me on Aging is Optional Radio. I hope you found some value in this episode. That's really my goal. You can find the podcast on iTunes, and I'd really appreciate it if you could subscribe and give it a rating. I love receiving comments. You can also find it on Google Play Store, on TuneIn Radio, on Stitcher, Pocket Cast, CastBox, and Pippa. And I'll be adding more channels in the future, including YouTube. If you like what you hear, please be sure to share the podcast with your friends and on social media. You can also reach me directly at mark at agingisoptionalradio.com. If you have any questions or want to suggest any topics, until next time, thanks everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Please remember to subscribe on iTunes or wherever you can find us. Give us a rating. We'd love to read your feedback. Would you like to receive the ultimate anti-aging checklist and five-minute guide to anti-aging for free? If so, go register at agingisoptionalradio.com. Until next time, thanks everybody. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.